Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Who is the person next to you? My mom. Big what happened? What the little skirmish that required police? You know, when my brother and I have a little argument, the police have never once shown up. This is the plaintiff, Jose Lopez. He says the defendant's his aunt and cousin stole his clothes out of spite, won't return them or pay him what they're worth, and he's at it. That's right, they had no right stealing from him, and family or no family, he's suing them for every penny of the $2,439.30 is owed. These are the defendants, Jessica and John Delgado. Jessica says they put the plaintiff up at their place when he had no place to live. And they started noticing things were missing from the house. The ingrate was stealing from them. That's when the plaintiff began telling bogus lies that they were taking his things. Now, he's been evicted. They have a restraining order against him, and if anybody's owed money today, it's them. They're accused of rubbing a relative the wrong way. The defendants will file a countersuit for $3,640.11 for all they're owed. All parties, please get your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see it, come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You Jose Lopez, you are suing your aunt Jessica Delgado and your cousin John Lopez Delgado for $2,439.30 in stolen items that you say they stole from you. You have a counterclaim against him for $3,640 in lawyer's fees for having to evict him plus some, a stolen bike and a damaged car. What happened? Okay, um, when I came back, I, before anything, I was staying at my mom's house. Me and my little brother got into like a little argument and I ended up getting a restraining order from Wait, being- Wait, who got a restraining order? I had to stay away from my brother. Right, so yeah. they gave a restraining order to the other guy, yeah, which yeah. is your brother. Who yeah. is the person next to you? My um, mom. They'd what happened? The what the little skirmish that required police? You know, when my brother and I have a little argument, the police have never once shown up. Well, Tell I'm me about explain it. what happened. I guess they got into an argument about something that was... Physical? Oh, my gosh. No, wait. It was not physically because he didn't touch the 15-year-old, but the 15-year-old attacked him. Who issued the restraining order and why? Somebody had to the say, court. yes, I want a restraining order. No, the court did because of the fact that, I guess, he Were had already Were there criminal charges case. pending against you? Yeah, for something else. 
No, but for this? No. Oh, uh, no. Not for this one. No. I was right. I was on probation. So you have nowhere to go, so you call your aunt. I called my cousin. I texted him. Your told cousin. Him, I told him he had a few dollars for I could stay at a hotel for the night. He ended up telling me I could go there, stay over there. And the next morning, I woke up. Um, I, um, so I told her I told her what was going on at my house about the restraining order because she asked me, are you going to tell me what's going on? Why are you staying here? So I spoke to her after her son had sent me. I have messages that he sent me that I could stay there at the How house. How old is he? 19, 20. Okay, so he, he does not decide if you stay there. She does. It's her house, right? Yeah. Okay, so you know that at some point you got to, like, pony up to the adults in the room. Yeah, so yeah. I ended up talking to her the, the next real. morning. She told me she told me I could stay there because I told her my situation. She told me I could stay there as long as I get a job, and I started making money to save up to get a place. A few days, a few weeks passed, and then I came home one day from the lake with my ex-girlfriend and the baby. I got home knocking on the door for a what while. What baby? My ex-girlfriend's baby. Is that your baby? No. Okay. So I got home, and she didn't want to open the door. We were there for like half an hour. It was like 90 degrees outside. We're sweating there. The baby's sweating. We ended up turning on the water outside to wet the baby's face a little bit. She turns off the water from well, inside. Well, but clearly something had happened before that, because this is the same person who, when you should be in a shelter, opened her home to you. Yeah. So you're skipping a little bit. What happened before that that animosity. I don't, I don't even know. I got okay, home Okay, then I'll day. ask you, what happened? You bring him into your home and what? Um, he started taking stuff from my son in my daughter's room. How do you know? Um, uh, we, we, my son kind of noticed, but he kept it quiet. Which he, son, this one? John. What happened? Um, so pretty much what happened, uh, I start coming home from school, things are in the area of where I put them. I notice they're missing, they're nowhere to be found like in the house. Uh, pretty much a Stanley toolbox, it's like, uh, small toolbox of a 100-piece set. Um, I noticed that was missing. I noticed that my piggy bank, where I just throw my spare change, it was tipped over. Like, all the copper pennies to the side, there was no, you know, quarters, any silver pieces. So I asked him, pretty much I asked him about all that stuff. Uh, oh, also a Honda t-shirt that I wore the previous day was nowhere to be found. Uh, and I asked him about that. I spoke to him. He said he had nothing to do with it. He had no idea what happened. Was and there anybody else in your home? No. So at some point, pretty quickly, you no longer want him there because stuff is missing. Exactly. And he's the new feature in the house. Everybody, nobody else and, was and we, stealing from each other we, before that. We didn't lock like our bedroom doors or anything. You know, we trusted people. They took advantage. Who's they? Um, Jose and the girlfriend. Um, she was staying the, there too. She, you know, um, suddenly the the girlfriend would come one day. The other day she wouldn't come. One day she'll come with the baby. He was coming early. Coming and staying over. Yeah. The girlfriend and the baby. Yeah. How old there. was the baby? About two years old. And um, I had to lose my sleep to it, but I was not gonna give him a key after I figure out he was stealing from our home. I was not wait, gonna give him a key. Wait, wait. I, give him a key? When you figured out or you had an inkling he was stealing from your home, why didn't you tell him you gotta go? He called the cops on us because supposedly his stuff was missing from the bedroom. What the cops do? Um, they, I can't kick him out because the law says that if you give him a roof over your head, he has to get evicted. That's absolutely false. If someone's and an invitee in your home, the police department, they should stick to policing yeah. and mm -hmm. not lawyering. Well, the police was um, giving him all the all the different feedbacks you know you're entitled to this you're entitled to that and basically it was my daughter's bedroom. was he paying rent no nope. right I, no i didn't ask no. him for rent i didn't ask him for, 
Okay, I mean, so when you said, I don't know why she locked us out and made the baby sweat, do you now know why she locked you out and made the baby sweat? Well, she and he feel that you were stealing stuff from them. Technically, he didn't tell me nothing. He, he ended up telling me after they took my clothes that his stuff was missing. What about, I, there's something about a fishing pole here. What's that about? The fishing pole, I had texted him if I could borrow it, and he told me I can borrow it. According to you, you told him don't take that fishing I, pole. I did not give him my permission to use that fishing pole. And then you come home, you see the fishing pole missing, and then do you take his clothes? No. I, he came to me, all right, and he was just like, why do you think that I'm taking, you know, the stuff that's missing around the house? And I just, you know, at the time I explained why, and then I told him, I asked him to leave, um, and he, he didn't seem too happy about it, but he definitely grabbed his stuff and he left. Hours later, he comes back and he's like accusing me of taking his things and miscellaneous. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm just not understanding. You're, you're, you're trying to interrupt and you're all over because this. Because I was but there wait, I'm sorry, day. hold on, I'm in the middle of a sentence. I'm sorry. You can't control the situation in your house. Your 15-year-old gets a restraining order against a 21-year-old. Your 21-year-old should go to a homeless shelter, but they take him in and you're mad at them. I'm not mad at her. I'm mad at her for the fact that I, this is not the first time she's done this. Then why would you let okay? your son go I there? I didn't let my she son go yeah. there. I told her many times, stop letting my kids go to her house. Why don't you tell okay? your they kids? Old why is everyone else to blame? She had like 10 kids sit staying in her house. Down. Sit, well, down. Like sit down. sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Mr. Lopez, you're suing for $2,000, almost $2,500 <laughs> in stuff that you say they took. And what you're saying they took is 10 pairs of Hollister jeans. It's about, it's about more than that. You know, I did How many estimate. pairs of Hollister jeans does a guy need who's homeless? <laughs> 10 uh, pairs? About, you have 10 pairs? Do you have the receipts for them? Not on me. Nobody well, saves all not the receipts. On you. Like, well, uh, I don't save yeah, them. I, let me I just tell you something, because you're 20. Like... No, stop. Lots of people save receipts. And then they come to court and they have what's called evidence. I know, because I've been doing what you're watching me doing here for 24 years. That's longer than you, put your hand down. That is longer than you've been on the earth. So yes, people save receipts. All right, but you know what's really weird? People buying 10 pairs of Hollister jeans, exactly 10, no more, no less. And that should yield you, according to you, $599.50. And then four pairs of Eblen jeans. Okay, and then seven pairs of Air Jordan sneakers. Seven, seven pairs of Air Jordan sneakers at $190 per pair. But you can't find money for a hotel when you're kicked out of your house. Welcome back to the People's Court, Harvey Levin here. So he says he had 10 pairs of Hollister jeans, seven pairs of Air Jordans. Do you believe he really had that stuff? No, no. You don't seem convinced though. What do you say? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? The guy is broke. How much are Air Jordans? I'm not sure. I think he had the stuff, but I think he stole it in the first place. Oh, well that is, <laughs> that's an alternate theory. I got it, going inside the courtroom. Do you understand how this list might seem a little bit suspicious to someone when you have zero evidence of it, like you might be just making stuff up to get to a big number. I had two jobs before that that I could show that. Do you have any evidence of what you're claiming? I wasn't, I wasn't. Yes I'm or no, here. do you have evidence for what, for your claim? Any evidence? Not on me, I got pictures. Well, now, this is on I me. have pictures this is of today. my stuff This being is in the, the trial. You filed the case. So when you file the case as the plaintiff, the plaintiff decides when to go to court. So. All I right. Have pictures of my now stuff you being in the end room. up evicting him legally. Like I you actually to go to court to evict him. Did you pay a lawyer? I had to because I didn't. I didn't know. Why did you just leave? I told her if she gives me my stuff, I can leave. So how long did it take you to evict him? It took up a couple of weeks. So for those couple of weeks, what was it like? 
It was a hassle because every time he come across me, he would harass me or How? ask me questions. Um, you know, wh where's my stuff? Where's my stuff? It's you know, um, John has to come up That's with this money. Right. I'm going to bring him to court. You know, um, just just being hazardous. And, and personally, I'm an emotional person that I suffer from um, depression and anxiety. I could not tolerate him. One of the officers that was nice enough said, just go and get a restraint order against him. And I, I did. You know, the, he never showed up to court for the restraint order and they granted it. But according to you, you were the eviction case was set the same day as the restraining order. It's the same day. In the so same... you're in eviction court and who's in eviction court? Is she in eviction court? She's not there. But there's a lawyer for you? He, I, I hired an attorney because the police officer was saying that I could not um, do it unless I evict him illegally to get him out of my house. I could not kick him out. Um, so meantime, while he's stealing my house, I had to open the door so he could stay and still take more stuff out of my apartment. Uh, what um, more stuff went police, missing during those the weeks? Bike, the bike went missing. What after. bike? Tell me about the bike. The BMX bike was in the living room behind the, um, the sofa. All right. Um, did you take the bike? No, and they had cameras. Did you key your aunt's car? Because somebody keyed her car. I have And you're key. the only one she was having a problem with. This keying problem, they started way before that. He told me that people used to pop his tires at school. He had problems with people at school that he was going to. And they also had cameras at the house. They had cameras since I was living there at the house. So why doesn't this show any I got the cameras after anything? everything started. Are you, you're gone now, right? Yeah. Where I'm, are you now? I, I have a restraining I'm living back with my mom. They so what happened with your little brother? They modified the restraining order. Mr. Lopez, I want you to listen to me. If you want to play house and have a girlfriend with a two-year-old, and you need to man up and get your own place. If you're going to be a grown-up, be a grown-up. Put your big boy pants on and be a grown-up. They don't have to find housing for you. They don't have to find housing for you. You need to get a job then you won't have all these problems. People won't take from you. People won't accuse you of taking from them. You've got a case where you've come in here, and it's not that I don't believe you. I kind of have a sense that maybe you took stuff from them, that maybe he took stuff from you in retaliation, and now we have this standoff where you want to prove to me $2,500, $2,500 worth of damage without a stitch of proof. And then you want to prove to me that he should pay for a bike that you don't have a stitch of proof. You both suspect each other, uh -huh. and I suspect both of you. But I deal in court with proof. Where, how are you proving up your 2500 again? With nothing, your hands in your pocket. That's how you've come to court. Now, the uh -huh. legal fees that you had to pay to get reduced. him out, those legal fees, why did you not get them in the eviction case? Um, I... I was not um, too familiarized. Um, That's where you have to go get them. So that part I'm dismissing without prejudice to you to go back to eviction court and get that. Mm -hmm. As for the other stuff, on your case, I rule in their favor, and on your case, I rule in his favor. Okay? You can't possibly expect any judge to be able to figure out who took what that was worth what at what time. When you guys descend to the depths that have been reached in this case, you can't possibly expect that somebody's going to be able to clean it all up in a nice little package like you're asking. Well, in this unbelievable family dispute, nobody prevails for anything. Do you understand a little bit of what the judge was trying to tell you? Yeah, I understand a little bit. It's just that 
I just don't know. She didn't. She doesn't understand my point. That she listen. She listened to everything. You came to court seeking twenty five hundred, almost twenty five hundred dollars. No, you had no proof of anything. He, he only wanted. He only wanted fifteen hundred because the clothes were no worth twenty five. You have no. Anyways, regardless of anything, Jessica knew not to have my son at her house, and she wanted to keep going. You know, this is ridiculous. This is it, ridiculous. It, it, it is ridiculous. But not, you didn't have a place you know, for him to go either. Oh, I didn't have a place for him to go. I had a place for him to go. He didn't have to go to her house. He didn't have to go to her house. Well, the bottom line is you just can't you can't win in court without proof, okay? Yeah. I'm sorry about this family situation. It's a mess. It's okay. over. Well, I wonder if it's over. More money, you know, I don't know if it's over or not. We'll find out. Ms. Delgado is on her way out of the courtroom. You don't collect anything. It's amazing. You got a guy living in your room. You're trying to get him evicted. It cost you how much? Over $1,000? Yes. Um, and he knew it? And well, he still stayed. You know, this is when you become a good Samaritan and try to help your family. Well, it sounds like you two are totally not on speaking terms. Well, is that right? Well, it's not not speaking terms. It's just, you know, she's irate with this whole situation. And I'm just trying to keep calm because um, the fact is life goes on. Okay, well, good luck to you. Thank you. All righty. Good luck to you, too. Harvey, an amazing family dispute here. What do you think? Okay, this is really simple. Um, 101 law. If you start lying about stuff in court, your credibility is shot, period. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case of the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is the plaintiff, Miss Henry. She says she rented an apartment from the defendant, and while she was there, her daughter broke her arm after tripping on a pothole on the property. She sued the management company, and they canceled her lease in retaliation. Now she's having a hard time getting all her security returned from the defendant. She caused no damages. She refuses to be ripped off and is suing for $350, the money she still owed. This is the defendant, Ray. She says the management company refused to rent to the plaintiff after she filed an injury lawsuit against them. And she had no choice but to cancel her lease. Meanwhile, there were $6,000 worth of repairs needed on the unit when the plaintiff vacated. And the woman should have left well enough alone. Because if anyone's owed money today, it's certainly not the plaintiff. She's accused of being unfair. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $2,042.25 for additional repairs. All parties, please use your right hands. 
Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff says when she was living in the defendant's place, her daughter broke her arm on a pothole. She filed a lawsuit against her. Now the landlord's retaliating. But the defendant says, yeah, she kicked the plaintiff out after she got sued. What do you expect? It's the case of the lease that went to pothole. Thank you, Douglas. Okay, Ms. Henry, you are suing Ray for $350 that you say is owed to you in the balance of a security deposit that has been retained. You have a counterclaim against her for $2,042 in additional damages now that she's taking you to court that you want her to pay. All right, what's going on? So I rented the apartment from, from her um, August of 2014. How long did you live there? Three years. Okay. And you live there with your daughter? My daughter and my husband. And your daughter's how old? She's now eight, but at the time she was like about five. Okay. So you turn over the place on what day? So I turn over the place on July 31st. So you get there and look at it and what was wrong? Why didn't she get her whole security deposit back? Um, first of all, um, when I gave her the unit, I had gotten it professionally cleaned, the carpet. She did not get a professional carpet cleaning afterwards. I had to pay for that myself and the lease requires. Well, were th was there something wrong with the carpet? Yes, it had staining um, in various spots, especially right in front of her couch in the living room and next to her bed in the master bedroom. Okay. Um, in addition, the dining room area, it's all carpeted per the co-op rules, but because you're gonna be putting a dining room table in the dining room, I provided a rug that's approximately eight by eight feet in the dining room on top of the carpeting. So this rug, you would put your dining room table and chairs on top of, and this was adhered to the carpeting. How did that adhere to the carpeting? Yeah. It was there before, before I so moved in. So it was in. adhered before you moved in? Yes, table. Probably something in the, in, the, in the rubber of the bottom of that carpet, but in any event, okay, so the carpet was adhered. What it's, else was wrong? Yeah. There is a cabinet in the kitchen and the bottom part of the cabinet is peeling back. And the contractor explained to me when we did a walkthrough while she was still living in the unit that her toaster oven on the counter must have been causing this cabinet to Do you peel. have a picture? I have a picture of the peeling cabinet. Yes. yes. Let me see that because, you know, having a toaster oven on a counter should be expected. She's using the kitchen the way it's intended to be used. She didn't right. misuse the kitchen if the toaster oven burned the thermofoil. Um, what else was wrong? Um, the curtains in the master bedroom, the blackout lining was ripped, torn, melted. I don't know exactly what happened to them. After she got the security deposit check minus the $350, she texted me saying that she agreed she ruined the curtains. Um, therefore, What happened? You washed them? No, it's not. I just washed them, but I could understand that if she said, but the okay, thing is... Okay, and how much were the curtains? Um, I have a receipt showing what it would cost me to repurchase. What you're entitled to in court is the value of the depreciated item at the time of the loss. So again, do you have a receipt for the original curtain that was damaged? No, I do not. Right, okay, I got it. And uh, how long were those curtains in there? Um, I purchased them at the end of 2007. So I would say November, December 2007. Okay, so a 10-year-old curtain. All right, what else was ruined? Um, she also repainted the second bedroom, which my contractor charged me $780 to repaint. She never received my written consent. To Did repaint. she receive your oral consent? Um, I do not recall. I recall having a conversation with her that she told me she had painted the bedroom. 
I do not recall giving her consent to paint it. Did you ask permission to paint the bedroom? Yes, she said, make it your home. That's what she said to me. And then when Does I- Does that sound like something you'd say? It could be, yeah. yeah. She but, sounds but, very indignant about this part. Did yeah. you read your lease that says that you have to have written permission to alter, including paint? No. Yeah, I nobody do does. I want everybody within the sound of my voice to stop whatever they're doing right this second. Put your hand down. I'm sorry. You're the person I'm telling it to, <laughs> and you're thinking about what you're going to say. All right? Listen to me. Every lease has that standard message, that standard clause, that you cannot have a pet without written consent, paint without written consent, blah, blah, blah. So you get comfortable, and you call your landlord, and you say, hey, can I have a pet? Or, hey, can I have a... And they say yes, and then they come to court, and they say they never said yes. Even if you have permission, you still have to restore it to the condition you got it in. Why would a room cost $700 to paint? I guess I have a And then if it contract. did, why would you return all but $350 to her? So if the tenant makes changes that really look pretty but didn't get the landlord's permission, is that a defense? Um, no, not at all. I would not think Even so. if it's prettier, objectively prettier. Well, you're, you're, you're renting. You don't own it. It's not your place. Fair point. What do you say? I don't think you can be objectively prettier. It's all subjective. That's true. I got caught, didn't I? Mm, going inside the courtroom. You know why? Because she was a good tenant during the whole time. She always paid her rent on time. I have no problems with her. All right, let's, pay, let's keep going through the other things. What else did she I also room? had to replace three PVC caps on the balcony fence. Okay, what happened to those caps? Um, I've been on that balcony like four times and twice she was there with me. I've never used the balcony. Well, um, I, I have you used the balcony. I have a yeah, yeah, I, my question is what happened to the caps? Her thing, she did not charge me for it right here. And what have you got there? Let me see that. Do you have a picture of what you're talking about? I have a picture of what the new caps look like on okay, the Okay, are these the caps? Oh, I gotcha. No. All right, and that was not something, when you yeah. sent her the letter saying why you were keeping some of the deposit, you never said anything about, oh, no, you did. I mentioned Replaced it. two cracked PVC caps, no charge. Yeah, again, I decided Repaired not to charge Repaired dining before. room carpet inexplicably bonded to dining room rug. So in your memo to her on why you're keeping 350, you don't say anything about the rest of the carpet being uh, disgraceful. What you say is the only issue, the only mention of carpet was $45 for the bonding thing. Right. That's um, the part to me that was the worst part of the 165 for the cabinet. Okay, spackle and painting master bedroom door. Do you have a picture of that? No, I do not. I, I was just trying to get this apartment ready I as know, soon as possible. I know, but I can't. I can't estimate. You know what I'm saying? Like it's now an issue. She is challenging you on it, and you're unprepared to to accept her challenge. Do you have pictures from before and after of this apartment? I just have pictures of the wall and the bathroom. Okay, before you moved in, yes, or before when I you moved, moved in. in. So, okay, so you have 2017 and 2014. Let me so see. So this is. 14. Okay. And then this is when I moved out. So that Got is it. how I left the apartment. Okay. All right. So this is how it looked when you moved in? With yes. the patch and no paint on top of right. it and that big crack? All over the apartment. That's a big crack. Yes. What's that about? I'm sorry. I can't see those pictures. I'm going to bring them right to you. Go ahead and show these to her, please. Yeah, Just... it looks kind of bad, right? Um, I honestly do not recall that from three years ago. I'm not going to dispute it. These are her pictures. Right. I mean, I'm seeing that she, you know, look, you don't have to pay for her to beautify the place, mm -hmm. but there are um, things that are normal wear and tear and there are things that are neglect.
Right. Um, but I think some of the stuff is petty. The, yes. I, the irony, though, is that the stuff that isn't petty isn't even stuff that she originally talked about. But when you choose to come to court, you open up the whole world again for litigation on what was and wasn't a problem. I'm not asking for anything excess. I'm just asking her to be fair. No, I understand. And what I've got to do is I've got to look at these and figure out whether either in the things she originally asked for or the things that she later asked for, there is stuff that you would be responsible I for. I have text messages between the both of us. Let me she see those. Me that all the things that she claimed for, that it wouldn't be my, my problem, and that when she came and visit, visit the place, it was in very good condition. Let me see it. These, t these texts are when in time? I have a text message between the both of us Oh, it's here. before you moved out. Judge, I have a complete set of our text Just messaging. keep in mind that the apartment's supposed to look like it did when you first moved in, with some minor expected wear and tear. I'm going to look at it as a whole, so some things like the bathtub will probably look nicer than when you moved in. See, Judge, I, I was trying to, like, help her out. I'm trying to not take money from her security deposit. Um, that's why I only took out 350 But now that she's dragging me into court, well, I, then I, think I you, do Once she drags you into court, you have a right to talk about everything. I have no problem with that. So stains on the carpet, especially in the front of the couch, I consider wear and tear. I mean, that's the essence of wear and tear. And that wouldn't be something she would have to pay for. The cabinet kitchen, for sure, is not something she would have to pay for if it happens by having a toaster oven on a counter, which is an expected use. The curtains, you know, do you have a picture of the damage to the curtains? Or, you know, can you prove up what you're saying was wrong with the curtains? Because that's no, something No, but she admitted to it in text messages. She admitted she, she washed it. What was it she, she admitted? Show me the text message where, she, where you talk about that damage. The kid's bedroom, my concern is what she's saying, which is if you tell her, look, I'm going to paint it over again, don't worry about it. Okay, she didn't worry about it. So she wouldn't have had the opportunity to bring it back to where it was. And that's kind of where we left off. What else do you say is wrong with the place? Here's the, ta the taping, spackling, painting because of holes in the walls. No, she had so many, and I, and I spoke to her about these things, and she's like, oh yeah, I know, I did this, oh, the, the person before. Right, I think right. that what they're talking about when, I mean, I don't think this is, she doesn't even recognize this. Did you have this oh, fixed? prior tenants she. had a bookshelf against that. Right, and but I this said, isn't okay. what you're charging yeah, well, her for. Well, no, oh, I'm not charging her that, no. What, is the, I what did... are the taping spackling, you really, in the future? I, you're not an attorney, right? No, I'm an, I, you are I'm a an retired attorney. attorney. You're a retired attorney, the best kind of attorney. You're a retired attorney. You know, I mean, come on, take the pictures of all this, you know, because, right. I mean, it's always going to be contentious when you keep somebody's money. I know. The problem was she wanted to move in on August no, 1st. Well, and the no, you know how long it takes? You have a telephone, right? How long does it take to take pictures? It takes one second. Right. You no, tell your true. realtor to take pictures so that a judge can see the difference between how you turned it over and how it had been turned back over to you. Okay. Now, this is the only thing I agree with is the curtain because I washed them and it caused damage. Oh, well, you don't need much more about that. I am giving you the opportunity to return my $270 deposit. What does that mean? Because I was like, okay, you can have the money for the curtain. I don't think I'm responsible for the curtain. If you have a curtain up for 10 years, it's supposed to be washed. If, if okay, just stop a second. Okay, the damage to the cabinet was there. I sent you a picture of it in earlier emails. Do you have those earlier emails? No, I took the picture, okay, but the I Okay, the carpet was given to me with the carpet bonded emails, to it. But How I can I be okay Shh, with you charging me for damages? Then telling me you are a lawyer, you should know better then. I, I will start the process, you can start yours. I will always stand up for myself and what is right, not because I am a black woman. What did you say? You're not, 
because I am a black woman, that does not mean I am stupid. What does that mean? Because I felt like when I, the way how she gave me the apartment with the bathroom not clean and well, everything, why, I felt why, like why, it's because. Uh, I know, but why would you like inject race into that? Like, did she ever say anything that offended you? The way how she treated me, I feel like because I'm a black okay, woman, well, she treated me. I don't me. see where that anywhere in all these texts or anywhere else came up. I mean, and that, it, that like it doesn't need saying, so don't say it. Yeah, but she's telling me I'm a lawyer. You can't. You well, can't I'm you're a lawyer. Trying to she's trying to. Me. Wait a minute. Hold on. When 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 we mm -hmm. lawyers say yes. we're a lawyer, we're trying mm -hmm. to bully you. Right. But we don't care whether you're white, black, red. Or it doesn't matter to us. We're just trying to bully you into our position okay. of thinking. Well, she has, has no nothing right to, to do me. with your race. Okay. Honestly, I felt that she was trying to bully me into just giving her the two hundred seventy dollars. Maybe that's why I said. I don't care. I'm used to being in court. What else is new? Well, I'm not. Okay. Everybody stop. Were there any other damages that we didn't talk about? The only thing we didn't talk about is uh, various light bulb replacement. I gave you the receipt for the attic fluorescent light bulbs um, and three other light bulbs around. I know it sounds ridiculous. It does. They're, they're a little more than but return you know, the lady. Return, I'm going to order bulbs. you to return part of what you kept. I'm ordering you um, to return $270 to the plaintiff. That's my judgment. Thank you. So the plaintiff gets $270. Ray, the defendants just come out. What do you think? Was it worth fighting this in court, do you think? I would rather fight it in court and pay her after court than just pay her after her threatening text to me. So, yes, it was worth it. Okay. It was a big battle there. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I guess over. So. Not much money. Right. Thank you very, very Thank much. You. you must sign a few documents. Here comes Ms. Henry. Hello. You feel vindicated now? Well, I, I feel good. Not because she's a lawyer. That doesn't mean that she's above the law. And stand up for your rights. That's just my thing. Congratulations. Thank you. Okay. Harvey, stand up for your rights. Okay, I want to reiterate this, that even if you think something is materially nicer by making the change, it doesn't matter. You have to get the landlord's permission and get it in writing, because if the landlord denies it, you're screwed. So get it in writing before you touch a paintbrush or a hammer. And that will do it for this case. Litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom, right now. This is the plaintiff, Marinetta Mackins. She says she hired her friend, the defendant, to install some shades in her new condo. And one day, while she was watching cartoons with her grandchild, one of them came crashing down. The defendant installed them incorrectly. She had to hire someone else to reinstall them and is suing for the $175 it cost her. This is the defendant, Burnell Overton. He says he's an Uber driver who helped his friend out and hung some shades for her. Unfortunately, one of her window frames was defective. The frame broke and the shade came down. The plaintiff's trying to make it seem like he did something wrong, but she should be going after the person who put her window frame in, not him. Oh, her money? <laughs> Funny. He's accused of being shady. All parties, please raise your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff hired the defendant to install shades. And while the plaintiff's grandchild was watching TV, the shades came crashing down. The defendant says the shades were defective. It's the case of shady practices. Thank you, Douglas. Marinetta Mackins, yes. you are suing Burnell Overton for $175 that you want to be reimbursed because he did a faulty job installing some shades. Yes, ma'am. Tell me what you say happened. Um, I called Mr. Burnell on the on the 12th and asked him would he do a job for me. How did you know him? 
Um, I met him through another party. I've been knowing him for years. I thought we was friends, and two, I gave him the opportunity to do this job. Okay, but have you ever hired him to do a job before? No, but I know of other people that have hired him. Oh, okay, so you yeah. knew that he did handiwork and that you, yes. okay. So you ask him to put up some shades, how many shades? Um, it was three in the living room, plus the terrace, and two in the bedroom. Okay, and he was gonna charge you how much for that? $125 for the whole job. $25 was to bring the terrace shades from, the, from Lowe's because they, I had to order them, they wasn't ready yet. And $100 was for to put up the shades. Got it. Okay, so he went to Lowe's and he picked all of it up. That's the $25. He only picked the shades up for the Okay, he picked the one he had to pick up. All right, and then he gets to your house and he hangs up all of them and what goes wrong? He hangs up the one, the three in the the living room, the two in the bedroom. The terrace wasn't ready yet. Um, What happened is that um, on the 18th, I was in the bedroom with my great-grandson. This is after he, how many days after he had installed it? Two months and four days Okay, later. so two months later, what happened? Um, the, I was in the bedroom with my grandson looking at cartoons, and I just heard something go boom 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 Where was it, where was the boom 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 happening? Coming from the living room. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so I didn't know what the problem was at that time. So I grabbed my grandson, and I How peed. old is your, your great, He's three. great-grandson or grandson? My great-grandson. Great-grandson is three. So you grab him and what? And I look around the the wall of the living room, and I see that the shades from the terrace have fell um, with the window frame, and then the other ones was, like, coming down. All at the same time? Yeah, they just, because... Wait, all at the same time? They, they The came... shades fell from the terrace. The terrace shades all fell. All the way down? All the way down. Okay. Then when I, when I went in, they was on the floor already. But okay. um, when I So got... that's what made the noise? Yes. Do you have a picture of that? Yes, I do. Okay, so... Then you look at the other ones, and according to you, they're falling down? Yes. Do you have a picture of that so I can see that they're falling down? Yeah, you can see it. You can see the, the frame of the window um, coming down. He put it on the frame of the window, which is a snap-on. You see that I am No, piece? I have no idea what I'm looking at. Come on over okay. here so you can explain it to me. Now, what am I looking at? Okay, this is, this, all right, this is the terrace window, the terrace doors. Okay, it's no shade there because they fell already. This is an iron piece that go behind the frame of the window. The frame of the window is a snap-on. So it's nothing there to hold nothing up but this. It was supposed to put on the, up on here. Instead, he put it on the frame, which came down. The metal frame? Right. It's a thin piece of metal that where he put the shades at. So he attached the shade to the metal frame? To the metal frame. Are those contacts or are those your eyes? <laughs> Well, I bought them. They, they know the They look really good. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> What's this a picture? This is a better picture. This is the terrace window. This is the frame. See the hook? This is the other shades coming down. Yeah, but I see that it's coming down, but I also see that it's attached to the... To, to the frame, it, it to got, the ground piece. Did you right. screw the shades into the metal? Yes. Um, Why? That doesn't sound right. Like... It, it, the, how do you know that metal, because it's a thin well, piece of metal, is, you can metals, go ahead and go back. How did you figure that that would hold up? It turns out it didn't. Yes, it didn't. But how am I supposed to know? If you're doing window treatment, if you're installing windows, and if there's anything above the window that can't support the window treatment, I would think that it would be some type of uh, notification indicating that whatever you do, don't I don't know put what you're talking about. Here. I see a ledge right there. Why didn't you just attach it to the ledge right there? I, I see drywall ledge right there. Why didn't you attach it to the ledge rather than the metal? Right? 
Right. Well, uh, so you charge for $100. Why are you suing for $175? Because I had to um, get um, somebody else to put the shades back up for me. They charged me $7. I have a letter from them. Right, but then you're suing him for the $100, and then you want him also to pay the $75. That means you would have had all your shades hung up for free. But you should, because you have pretty eyes? What? <laughs> <laughs> so his defense is that, well, it wasn't strong enough where I mounted it. That a defense? No. He should have bought some uh, curtains that weren't going to crush a toddler. Well, no, it, the, the plaintiff is the one who ordered the shades. The defendant installed them, but the defendant saying, well, I put it on something that wasn't strong enough. Whose fault is that? Mm. Whose fault is that? Come on, whose fault is that? The person who put them up. Yes! And what do you do in a situation like that? You don't put them up. Yes, going inside the courtroom. So essentially, <laughs> are any of the ones that he hung up still still up, like the bedroom ones? Um, no, um, the guy, when he came to put the other ones, the living room ones back up, he changed that because that was on a metal frame too, and he said eventually they will fall. They're gonna fall, so he right. attached them just to the frame, and he had them. no problem figuring that out, right? right? <laughs> Pay the lady back her $100, her court costs, and uh, good luck to everybody. Thank you so much. Well, the plaintiff prevails, Mr. Overton. Do you think you've learned something about how to hang curtains yes, or show shades? Yes, I did. You've learned a valuable lesson. Yes, stay away from them. <laughs> All right, well, I'm sorry, but yeah, cost you. Okay, sorry yes. about that. You must sign a few documents on your way out of the courtroom, Ms. Makins, if you'll come out here. Yeah, yeah I'm surprised you went to court over this. It's a, it was a, I needed my shades up. It was a big deal for you, right? Yes, it was, yeah. because he was supposed to be my friend. Yeah. For years. Yeah. You know, and then when it came down to, you know, um, money, yeah. he flipped on me. Well. But I think the judge made a good decision. I'm sure you agree. Yes, I Congratulations. Do. Thank you, Thank so you very much. much. Okay. Harvey. Okay, I mean, we have seen a lot of these cases. It doesn't matter if the defendant is doing this as his side hustle. If he is undertaking to perform a service, he has to do it professionally. He can't say, I'm a rank amateur, and this is just what I do on the side. If he doesn't do it right, there is no defense that he doesn't do it a lot. He is responsible for all of the damages that occurs. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.